Hey, everybody, we're going to pick up our conversation we started last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and listen to that episode, and then you can listen to this episode. This is part two of a two-part series. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Mark Labriola and Benjamin Manley. The Friday Habit is for small business owners, freelancers, and creatives who are ready to take their business to the next level. Join us as we discover how to apply the strategies we learn to grow our businesses, make more money, and live every day like it's Friday. And that's where things started turning for me because I had to sober up to the fact that, man, if I don't get this together, it doesn't matter how much money I, I make, I'm about to lose everything that's really important to me. Mm, gotcha. So it's almost like some of those experiences really taught you like what really mattered to you that maybe you didn't even realize like how important those relationships were to you until you didn't have them. Is that kind of what happened? hundred percent. I think that's for all of us, right? Like until something's taken away from us, we don't realize how much we love it. Yeah. Exactly. And that, in that experience that you had, was that the main like turning point for you doing that, the experience with the seals? Was that like, I mean, obviously there's a lot of contributing factors, but is that when you started to be like, man, like that was a good turning point for you? It was, it was, well, and here's, here's what really happened. So, you know, we, we put ourselves in therapy. I am in deep therapy working on myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was fueled with a lot of rage and anger, with a lot of anger. I never, I never was clinically depressed. I was just, it was one of those things, man. I, I'm a, I'm a junkie when it comes to, to accomplishing goals and performance. And there's a dark side to that too. Right? Hmm. And there really is. Uh, so with that, really what the turning point was is that as we were going through the event, you're partnered up and it's called your swim buddy. Wherever you go, he goes by person, right? And Kirk was my swim buddy because we're both short. So we're put on the short crew. It's called the Smurf crew. <laughs> at, yeah. So at the very end, though, he passed away at my feet. And we had been through three days of hell together. He left his beautiful wife, two beautiful sons. And here I am. You know, I cleaned that man up. Uh, I went, like I said, I went to hell and back. And... When he passed, and I, I wear a necklace, I don't have it on me right now, but I wear a necklace with him pretty much every single day to remind myself that nothing's promised, like we wow. talked about earlier. And I saw a man die living and give himself, you know, his heart gave out. Wow. His heart literally gave out. Man. And, and so the, here's where the pivot, here's where the turning point came. I was very lonely at that time, which is another thing you'll start seeing in a lot of men in their late 30s, yeah. early 40s. Or their circles and their 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 proximities are totally outdated. Yeah. You know, they're just mm-hmm. they're just so scared to leave these people behind. For me, it was I was still very lonely. I was still not telling 100 percent of the truth to Ashley. Still ashamed about a few things. Well, after he passed, my story here to Little Rock circulated, and I was asked to come on the largest radio show here locally. So I did. And for two and a half hours, I told them everything. And I mean, everything, things that I'm not sharing on, on here, things that were shared in therapy and things that weren't shared in therapy. And guess who was listening? My beautiful wife. Mm. And I had crushed her again. 
And, you know, that's called cognitive dissonance. She didn't want to, I wasn't getting paid. It's not like it was making me any money. So I wasn't trying mm. to create this false bravado, but I just sit here and watched a man die on my feet. It, it was time for me to liberate myself. Like there was no excuses. There's no turning back. It's burn the boat, mm. right? And so I felt like I got on my mic just like this. And I just said, I'm going for it. I'm just going for it. There's one person that needs to hear this. And, um, and man, I remember getting off of that radio show. I was like, oh my God, that was so incredible. Felt so free. <laughs> and I get that and call. You got I home. Mean, <laughs> boom. I get the text message. Don't even text messages. Don't even come home. I'll see you Monday in JC McDaniel's office. There she was crying oh, again. Geez. There I was on the other end of the, the couch. And that's when the journey honestly began. Wow. Right. Because, you know, we, we work with a lot of guys in song. And, and this is for all you ladies out there that listen to. So everything I talk about is universal, plain and simple, because a lot of your listeners are going to be married, you know, so you want to know how, how we tick. <laughs> you want to understand mm-hmm. how this game works. You, especially from an entrepreneur and, and a man's perspective, especially those that are take great pride in being providers. Uh, you know, that what if mindset can get really nasty at times. What if I lose this client? Uh, what if, you know, you know, this specific vendor doesn't fulfill this order in this time. So therefore cash flow dries up. It becomes, you, you can get really trapped in that box of fear real quick. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a part of the process is a part of the journey, but if you don't have anywhere to go with that, man, it gets, it is a war. It's a civil war in your brain and in your heart. And I say all that because that's basically where I was at that time is that you can mistake movement with progress. You can, due to the things that are easy, it's easy to to focus on the stuff that makes you feel good in the moment. Yeah. A lot of men have no want to get into their heart. They don't want to talk about maybe being sexually abused at 12. Or maybe they're, you know, they're a perfectly flawed dad, right? And and that's where I typically see when I'm executive coaching is like, you've got to start with the heart set because that's where everything flows from. That's where everything, that's where you're going to get better and healed. And it just takes time. And that's the, that's the other thing is like, at that time, I knew, I was like, I've been married six years. I was fortunate enough that she just didn't take everything with her, mm-hmm. including the kids. And, but there's no timetable on the process at that point. Just like business, right? Mm-hmm. You're a 20 year overnight success. You know, there's not an Amazon Prime button for this stuff. So you better just dig in. You better go old school with it, right? You're gonna not. You're not only gonna have to work harder. You're gonna have to work smarter at that point. Yeah. And the only thing that will cure what I was going through, just like for anybody else that's listening, is action. And showing up, consistently showing up mm-hmm. and reciprocating without expecting anything in return. Being blissfully detached. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing any of us as humans can do. Mm-hmm. So that was my, that was really where it all happened six years from now. And, and you know, last year where it all came to fruition, it took, it, it took me six years to get to this where my daughter laid her head on my chest and said, you're the best man in the world. Mm. Wow. That was worth every bit. That was worth every bit of it. Wow. Worth all the work right there. Worth every bit of it, but pain converted the right way is the most beautiful things in your life. It's the vantage points on the path. It's 
I mean, it's, it's what this world's made of and, and business and entrepreneurship. I mean, it all falls in line with it. But if you don't have this stuff in order, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to look up and you sold your soul. Yeah. And uh, you're never free. And to me too, it's, it's just a good reminder that, um, you know, all those things in your life help you, um, become the person that you're supposed to be. And Mm -hmm. it gives you the testimony and the wisdom, um, you know, down the road. And I, and I think that a lot of times as entrepreneurs, uh, we're always want to be further along than we are. You know, we, we, we compare ourselves to other, other businesses and other people. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Oh, they started, you know, two years after me and now they've surpassed me. And then you have a lot of this self, you know, doubt and, um, and pity. And, um, you know, sometimes you just need to remind yourself that you're on your own journey and that you have a purpose in this world and you may not, be the same purpose as the the person next to you. You know, it's unique to you and it's important for you to wake up every day, do your best and keep moving forward. You said it beautifully. I comparison, of course, is the thief of all joy. Mm-hmm. And the minute that I quit seeking validation from others, which in and of itself is another addiction. I'm not saying that I mean, praise is a good thing. You want to be told you're doing a good job, in particular by those that you value, value their opinion more so than anything. You know, I think of our spouses and, you know, those people in our lives that, you know, when they say something, it means something, right? But I was finding myself early on needing to get my emotional boost from other people. And that's no way to live, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Quit the comparison. I mean, you're on the path, plain and simple. And I'm just one of those that believes in the slowest, smooth, smoothest, fast model. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're making gains, like we talked about on top of the show, versus you're looking at the gaps of your life, even if it's 1%, you know, you're, you're winning. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, you're winning. Quit. Get off Instagram, get off Facebook, get off Twitter or anything else and quit trying to live someone else's life because you have no clue who that person is. You know, I have no truth. There's been such a, there's been such a mixture now of false reality into reality that some people, I mean, it's been devastating to their emotional health. So just keep in mind, if you've got everything that you need right now, that's all you specifically need in life, Mm. right? You know, I was talking to a fellow entrepreneur the other day. He's in the real estate, owns a successful real estate company here locally, has offices all across central Arkansas, et cetera. And, uh, you know, they're struggling right now just because of the market, interest rates, so on and so forth. And he said, man, it's the most challenging time I've experienced in, in my career right now. It's humbling, but it's the most rewarding too. And there's a lot of opportunity. And, you know, that says a lot, you know, about, his character and his resiliency. But, you know, at the same time, he's like, man, I, I would really like to have a bourbon with you just to sit down and talk. Right. And, but he has this deep belief system. Everything's going to be okay. He's not comparing himself to other real estate companies. He's not looking at other people's YouTube videos or anything like that. He is focused on his plan. He's executing on his plan, but he also admits that he too needs someone to, to confide in and to talk to. Mm-hmm. as well which is important because in the world that we live in people are always 
concentrating on the how when you really need to focus on the who. Your who is going to help you conquer the how. So it sounds like, you know, one key takeaway here, and, and you kind of mentioned this, right, is that we all need people in our lives who we can confide in mm-hmm. and people who we can trust to remind us that we're not alone and to kind of encourage us to keep going. I think a lot of times, especially as, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, we don't want our secret sauce to get out. And so it's like, all right, well, we don't, I don't want to share any of my, my stuff with somebody else, you know, because I'm a scarcity mindset. Yeah, totally. And, and I think, you know, it sounds like what you're saying is, is that, you know, it's important to surround yourself with other people who can push you up and, and, and keep you moving forward. It's your net, your network is your net worth, right? And, a lot of times entrepreneurs, they become the best in the room and they stay that in that room for the rest of their life. When you're the best in the room, you got to find a new room. You got to go get your ass kicked. <laughs> and you, you do. You have to go get your The best thing for me is when I walk into a room and I want to be around 1% men and women. And what I mean by that is not necessarily that they're worth $100, $200 on a private jet and blah, blah. I don't give a crap about any of that. The true measure of a person is the level of impact he or she's willing to have on those around them. That's the true measure of the person. You know who they are. They don't have to give you your, their resume. They don't have to spew all over you on all their awards and accolades when you ask them what you do, who are you, and all that. No, they got a different level of depth. Like They're the most interesting person in the roof. They got a, just incredible energy. But it goes back to they're in a proximity that really requires that. And your proximity is influence. And and the other thing is, too, they're not scarcity people. And a 1% man is not a scarce man. He's an abundant man. He wants to share. He, <laughs> take my ideas. Good luck. Right? Like, if you want to try to replicate, replicate some and what we've done and we've built over six years, good luck. However, we're an abundance group. We're here to help other people, you know, you know be successful, more successful than they were yesterday. If you can gain something from it, some insight, make your program better, cool. I'm all for it, man. Rock and roll, right? And just life is too damn short to not do life with with people that uh, that are doing it the right way. You know what I mean? Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that's, but yeah, man, that's that's the big that's the big ticket there. Yeah, when you're the best in the room, find a new room. I like that. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, more about School of Man, about your book, as well as uh, your organization and what, what your mission is? Yeah, so Psalm is it's a very simple mission, guys. It's to create better men by helping them focus on what matters most. The tactics we use to do do that is, uh, oh, it's multifaceted. Number one, it goes back to that network. You know, it ties right back into your self-worth. We have over 30,000 men involved in some form or fashion. Uh, so a few things that we do, of course, are, our venture-based events, the crucibles, which require man to be reborn. Those are big, challenging, get your heart rate up. Uh, the other one is our accelerator program, our brotherhood program. Men across the country come together and work through our four phases, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior level phase together, which is a specific curriculum we have built over time. Um, then, of course, I mentioned fuel. It's to help men keep the old man out of the body. You get younger while everybody else get, gets older. And then what's the most popular is our battle guy training. Put down the shotgun, pick up the rifle, and uh, it allows you to zero in on the things that matter most. You can move towards your target a lot faster. 
And then on my book, I mean, it's just, it's me and the men of Stom. So it's not just me. That's a part of my legacy. Uh, it's us being raw and real. You're every bit from the men and their experience within Stom, but their life. I mean, you're going to hear from men that are Southwest airline pilots, doctors. You're going to hear from men that are plumbers, et cetera, just pouring their soul out to you on paper. Some of the most bravest and courageous things that I saw these men do, uh, uh, and that's in that book, School of Man, A Man's Guide to Living Legacy, uh, li- uh, Living, Loving, and Legacy. So, you know, that's, it's my legacy. It's part of who I am. When I look back, you know, who's going to call me to go? That's how I reverse engineer from. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's what, that's what's so important to me. You know, we like to leave our listeners with, you know, some action items. And, you know, with you, you, you interact with a lot of different people and you see a lot of holes um, you know, whether it's in their routines or their systems or processes, mm-hmm. you know, what are you seeing as far as like what's most lacking out there? And, you know, what would you encourage someone to um, start making forward progress? What would you encourage them to start focusing on right away and, you know, taking action? Write a letter to your former self. Step one, identify who that former self is, the attributes that you do not care for, but the attributes you got to carry with you. And seriously put pen to paper. I don't want you to type it. I don't want you to do anything with technology. You know, I use technology just like everybody else, but to advance my business purposes. Number one is to write a letter to your former self. Number two is to identify who that future self is. Okay. Then number three is draw a line between the two of them. Put four specific key milestones etc that you need to hit to get to that person that's the process right there that's the tactic that i promise you will get you get you moving in the right direction mm. that's great yeah that's, I like awesome. that. that's good good quality easy action item to do and then you got to put it into action <laughs> inside without action is worthless so that's right everything everything flows from action guys i can't thank you enough for having me absolutely <laughs> hey ben what are your top takeaways from this uh, conversation that we've had there's a lot of good ones but i'll say a couple here one is sometimes we forget all the great things in our life because we focus on the gaps it's important to connect with someone before you correct them when you're the best in the room you need to find a new room and you'll regret more of the things you didn't do in your life than the things that you did do. Awesome. That's great. I love it. I think this was a, a, a great motivating episode. So go ahead and check out um, Cole's website. Where's a good website people can reach you at and if they want to get in contact with you? Go to, yeah, schooloman.live. Take the free battle guide challenge. It's a seven day challenge. You'll love it. You can find me all over social, but in particular on LinkedIn. Follow me on LinkedIn. All right. Sounds good. Well, hey, go to thefridayhabit.com to find show notes for this episode. There you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. And at the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit system that will show you how to set apart one full day each week to dedicate working on your business instead of in your business. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review of the Apple Podcast app. And if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to cover, don't forget to record us a quick voice memo and send it to hello at thefridayhabit.com. That's right. Thanks for listening. And remember, live every day like it's Friday. Friday.